Hey sis, what's up? So a question I get all the time is how do you spend time with God? What does your morning routine look like? So in today's episode, I'm going to share what my morning routine is, how I spend time with God, because here is the thing, it matters. Jesus has to be a priority in your life. And we I know how we can get so caught up in our lives and our to-dos that what we often do is put Jesus off as if he's not the most important thing and as if we can do it in our own strength and without him. So we're going to ditch that thinking, ditch those lies, and we're going to set you up with a killer morning routine so you can prioritize Jesus in your everyday life. All right, let's listen in. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. So before we get into the morning routine, I think it's really important to talk about why do we spend time with the Lord the first part of our day? Why do we give God the first part of our day? And why is it important to prioritize him? So in John 15, 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I know you have heard me quote this scripture on the podcast probably more than once (laughs) because it's so true. Like we need to depend on God in a world and culture where independence is so highly valued we are called to depend on the Lord. We are called to not lean on our own strength or not lean on our own understanding, like it says in Proverbs, but to commit our ways to him and trust in the Lord and he will make our path straight. That is our call. So we really need to understand and develop a mindset and a lifestyle of a dependence on God He calls the word the daily bread for a reason, and that is because we need it. It's our nutrients. It's our life because it is living and breathing. So we need things of the Lord. We need to connect with God every single day to live out his promises, to live out his will, to have direction that we're walking on the straight path and not just going any which way the world takes us. It roots us and grounds us in the eternal things and also keeps our focus on what's most important, right? How many times have you gotten caught up in your to-do list or something, a circumstance or something that's going on at work or a challenge and you lose your focus off of Jesus and you start making all these crazy decisions or your mind starts thinking in a totally opposite way the contrary to God's promises and what the word says. This is the type of stuff that happens when we're not rooting ourselves in the word and rooting ourselves in the presence of God every single day. So this is why it is so critical to spend time with Jesus every day because we simply cannot do it without him. And honestly, it took me a really long time to understand that. And I feel like I'm still growing in that revelation more and more as I walk with the Lord. 
So now I'm going to take you guys through my morning routine, what that looks like. I'm going to give you some examples and I really just want you to receive and think, take some notes. This would be a great time to take notes. Just think about what are some things that I can do um, in my morning routine or with my time with God, what things can I implement? What things can I take? And a lot of this stuff you may already be doing and that's great. So just try and receive and yeah, just let the Lord um, speak to you and say, what are like highlight things to me, God, that I can really use during our time that I get from this. So I want you to get the most out of this. So get your notes out. Um, yeah, just start taking some notes on things that really you feel like, oh, I want to do that or oh, I want to try that. Okay. So my morning routine, as I was taking notes for this, it was really interesting writing it out because now it's something that's so natural to me because, you know, I've been doing it for a really long time, waking up and spending time with God. But I remember in the beginning when it was more of a struggle, I would say, or something that didn't come as natural. Um, it was something I had to be very, very intentional about. And I'm still intentional about it, but it flows a lot easier because it's become more natural. But I remember in the beginning how weird I felt sometimes because I didn't really know what to do. So if that is you, trust me, I think we've probably all been there, everyone listening, <laughs> every woman in their walk um, with Jesus. So you are in the right place if that is you. So I wrote out just basically, yeah, what I do every day. So Usually what I do, um, I wake up and I often just take a few minutes to enjoy Jesus. You know, I have a prayer closet. Um, a lot of times I'll go there or I'll just sit in my living room. I just find like my spot. That's it. Like I don't like overthink it. I'm just like, cool. I'm comfortable. I can focus here. It's quiet. Like this is where I want to be. Um, so the first thing I do in this time um, I guess I should start off with that. I don't usually have my cell phone on me. If that's how you read the word, that's totally cool. But, um, I often like to put it on airplane mode or just like put it completely in the other room cause I don't want distractions. So I guess the pre to this is minimize the distractions, right? If you know, um, your roommate's going to be coming in, in the living room, maybe go to like a more quiet space, um, or the prayer closet, whatever you have, the bathroom. I can't tell you how many times I've spent time with the Lord in a bathroom when I'm visiting other people because there's just, you know, nothing else. <laughs> there's no other more private space. So just find a space where you can minimize distractions because this is your time with the Lord. You want to receive, you want to have that communion time. So it's really critical that you make that space. Like think about it and anything else that you do where you're like, I have to get this done, like work wise, um, homework, whatever that looks like for you cleaning your house. Like you set aside this very like intentional space where, you know, distractions are going to be minimized. You need to have that same mindset for when you're spending time with the Lord, because it is that important. It is vital. All right, so after you minimize distractions, what do you do? So one thing I do is I just start acknowledging his presence and I start acknowledging the Holy Spirit and I just acknowledge that Jesus is in the room. So what that looks like is just saying, hey, good morning, Jesus. Like, hey, Holy Spirit. Hey, God, like, good morning. Like, think of it as like a conversation because that's exactly what it is. Like, you are spending time with your best friend, like the best friend you're ever going to have. And think about like when you're spending time with your 
best friend like on earth like you acknowledge that they're there right you're like hey like what's up how are you it opens the conversation when you acknowledge the person in the room so this is what you want to do when you're spending time with the Lord is acknowledge that he's there acknowledge that Jesus is there like I think that's something that we often kind of forget to do and we just jump into the word or jump into worship but it's just like wow like taking those few minutes to realize that Jesus is always with us and in this time especially that you're setting aside to spend time with him acknowledging him first becomes so crucial the next thing I do is I either do one of two things. So I either start with worship, which I did this morning, or I go straight into the word. And there's no right or wrong way. I say, like, be led with what you feel like in the spirit, what you feel like you need at the moment. Like, just do that. You don't want to overcomplicate it or overthink it. If it's wrong or right or whatever, just pick one. So just re- release all that anxiety, release all whatever, and just pick one. Um, cause God's going to use it. He's going to bless it. He's there. He's there in all of it. So there's not like some crazy formula to get this right. It's just really following what you feel like you need. And for me this morning, as an example, I was feeling just kind of heavy, you know, I've had a lot of stress this week. I'm moving. I'm moving from East Harlem Manhattan to Jersey City so shout out to anyone in that area I will be your neighbor soon um I have a lot of homework it's just kind of like a lot more responsibilities for me than usual so I was feeling really stressed out and I felt like I just needed to worship and just refresh myself so I just turned on some worship music I just picked a song that was on my heart and I just started worshiping and that was it and then had an amazing time with the Lord so again just you don't need to overthink it it's just like what do I need right now and sometimes you really are just aching in your heart for scripture and truth and word and you just need yeah you just need that And I guess one thing I need to add here is that sometimes you just need Jesus to tell you how much he loves you. And sometimes I do that also. I'm just like, Jesus, I just need you to come comfort me right now. Holy Spirit, he is called the comforter for a reason. And so at any time, you know, especially in your time with the Lord, but any time throughout the day, you can even ask the Holy Spirit to come and comfort you. It's such an amazing thing we get to do as Christians and that we have is the Holy Spirit. But let's say you decide to start off the morning with scripture. What verse do you start with? How do you know what to read? All the things. So the book of the Bible is awesome. It is also can be totally overwhelming. I've even felt that so much because I'm like, I don't know what to read. The best thing you can do for yourself and for your sanity, as I like to say, just getting focused in on the word is having a plan. So there are a few ways to make your Bible reading plan. One really amazing resource is the YouVersion Bible app. You guys may have heard of it. You may be using it. That's awesome. They have tons and tons of plans and devotionals um, in there. I personally love, love, love um, the Bible Project, Chronological Order Reading Plan. 
So I am currently on that and I'm not going to lie, I'm totally behind. But the thing is a plan helps you stay on track even when you get off track, right? Because as soon as you get back to it, you're right where you left off and you can make progress. So just keep making progress. Try plans that work for you. But yeah, the chronological one is where you read the Bible chronologically so you can really follow the storyline. They also have really cool videos that help describe a lot of what's happening in the Old Testament, which... I absolutely need. So that's my favorite. And I'll link my that plan down below in the um, description of the podcast. So definitely check that out. And so while I love, love, love the version app and I love those plans, I also have my paper Bible, right? So I think it's really, really important that all Christians have their own physical Bible. I think it's great we can use these apps and tools. I use both, right? It's not saying that one is better than the other. It's just what is the tools that you need, right? And I felt like I needed a paper Bible. And so I do both. So so if I'm reading from my paper Bible, what I've done that so helped me so much is just picking a book of the Bible and committing to a few verses like a day. So for example, I'm going to read the book of Romans and I'm going to read two chapters out of the book of Romans every single day. Bam. That's my Bible reading plan. It doesn't have to be super complicated, I promise, because reading the word consistently is the best thing you can do for your soul. It helps you renew your mind and to really get God's perspective in a way for you to connect with the Lord. It says the scripture is living and breathing. So you'll find as you're reading the word, God is going to bring you revelation or knowledge and wisdom about other areas of your life. For example, I was reading a scripture, I think completely unrelated to something that was going on in my life at the time. But in me reading that scripture, God spoke to me about something completely different. So we have to realize that when we're reading the Bible, we're connecting with the person of God. We're connecting with Jesus because Jesus is the word made flesh. And so if we're reading the word, we're connecting with Jesus himself. So you cannot grow in your relationship with God without reading the word. And something just quickly to mention on that is when I'm considering new books of the Bible, I'll a lot of times ask the Holy Spirit, like, what book should I read right now? Like, what book should I be in? What should I dive into? Or a lot of times, and you may experience this, like people keep bringing up specific books of the Bible um, and that could be God speaking to you. So we really need to pay attention when we've heard someone say, oh, you should read the book of Acts or, um, you know, you just keep hearing it like on Sunday service, they're teaching from the same book and you're like, okay, God, I think you're trying to tell me something. Start to inquire on these things that you feel like the Lord is leading you toward because he will use anyone, anything to speak to you about specific things in your life. And he's always speaking. So just be open to maybe what God may be trying to say to you, because if he is putting it in front of your face over and over and over again, he's trying to speak to you. And there's something in there he wants to teach you about, or he wants to speak to a part of your life or that you need, right? The the scripture gives us such wisdom and guidance for our lives. And God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to go and be led astray or led in different directions. He wants us focused. So he tries to put the things we need in front of our face so that we pay attention, right? So yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. I could do a whole podcast about it and I likely will um, do a deeper dive into reading the word. So in my routine, if I start with the word, then I'll worship after 
or if I start with worship, I'll go into the word. Um, and sometimes I may not have as much time to worship, but the word for me um, is an essential because I also have worship music going basically throughout my whole entire day and everything I do. So I know I can get it in there. Um, so yeah, just do what works for you, but definitely you need the word of God every single day. And the next thing I usually do is journal. So I write down the wisdom and everything that I felt like God has been impressing on my heart and what he's been speaking to me in our time together. Basically because I don't want to forget it. I don't want to just leave that moment having received wisdom from heaven and then just walk away and forget it. (laughs) Like that is not at all what I want to do. So I want to write down the things that the Lord has spoken to me because a lot of times he'll give me direction about specific things I need to do or direction just in my heart, what my heart needs to be postured. And I don't want to just go back to operating or doing the things I was doing before when he said, do something else. So it's so important, like for me, especially to write it down. And it's also a great way to process things. Like I'm an external processor. So speaking things, writing things out really helps me to receive the fullness of what's being said and really have a deeper understanding for it. So if you're like that, journaling could be really, really great for you. But at the same time, I know tons of people who don't like to journal and a lot of people don't do this in their time. So again, it's about what works for you. Do the thing that works for you as long as you're connecting with the Lord. That's all that matters. It's not about these steps or the order you do them in. Like some of of everything I'm sharing could be mixed up completely. Like one day I start with journal and then worship and whatever. It's not about the steps or the system or anything like that. These are just elements to incorporate that I have taken on in my time and routine that have helped me connect deeper with the Lord. That is what matters here. So don't get fixated or like, oh, I have to do all this stuff just to connect with God. No, these are things that come out of connecting with the Lord, right? So just make it as simple as possible and what you like to do, right? If you don't like journaling, don't journal. If you don't like you version Bible plans, don't use Bible plans. If you don't like Maverick City Music, which I don't even understand you as a human being. (laughs) I'm kidding. I just love them. But the whole point is just do what works for you and do the things that you like to do with the Lord. This is the time to enjoy the Lord, connect with the Lord, have an amazing relationship with him. And the last thing I'm going to share that um, I do in my time with the Lord is pray. Um, I pray for others. I pray for myself in situations and circumstances. I pray for the church as a whole, the global church. Um, We have to remember that we are in the body of Christ. So our brothers and sisters are all over the world experiencing all different types of things. And if you don't know what to pray, you guys know, you heard this in my podcast episode on prayer and intercession. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Um, Pray in tongues. Ask the Holy Spirit what to pray. He will guide you into praying. We know that two-thirds of the Trinity is our intercessors, and we get to be a part of that intercession. So pray for your brothers and sisters globally. Pray for your brothers and sisters locally, and then pray for your heart, and that God will continue to grow you 
and the areas where you know that you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Please, please, please start praying for that. And that is so important and critical. Like I probably pray for more of my heart posture than I pray over circumstances in my life, if that makes sense. So for example, God, I want you to work more patience in me. I want to see people how you see people, God. Break my heart for... I don't know why I'm about to cry. <laughs> Break my heart for um, the people in my neighborhood, Lord. Break my heart for the things that you care about. Like those types of prayers, because those are going to be the things that transform you the most. And if you don't have that like posture, that heart posture, ask for it. You know, there's so many times where I, in my walk with the Lord, I had to ask for, man, I want to be more compassionate. Whoo, I guess I'm about to tear up because I'm thinking about how God's answered the prayers. <laughs> he is so faithful and is so, so faithful. So if you desire it and you don't have it, ask for it. Ask and you shall receive. You have not because you ask not. Um, so it's just so critical we ask for the things that we want God to work in our hearts because it is his work. We cannot try and muster up our own strength to change ourselves, right? That's why Jesus came, okay? <laughs> we couldn't do it without him. There's no point in trying to be more patient, more courageous, more bold, more, um, you know, compassionate. We need the Lord to come shape us and refine us. And when you spend time with the one, you become more like the one, right? So this is another critical, critical, critical reason why we need to spend time with Jesus daily and commune with him. We cannot become like him if we never know him, right? So important. And another question you're probably thinking, or a lot of people ask me is how long do you spend time with the Lord every day? So everything I just described, my whole morning routine, it takes about an hour to two hours. Okay. That is me. That is, I, that is what I know that I need to connect and have a deep relationship with Jesus. You are maybe thinking, girl, I don't got one hour or two hours, okay? And I, <laughs> and I understand that. I really, really do. But I do want to challenge you. You know, we're here to grow spiritually on this podcast. So you're going to be challenged with your beliefs, your thoughts, whatever. And I'm always welcome for you to challenge me also. So one thing I want to challenge you with is if you don't have time for Jesus in your day, enough time where you feel like you're being spiritually fed, enough time to read the word all the way through, enough time to physically tangibly feel the presence of God and you don't have enough time in your day you need to move things around and you need to cut some things out period I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you I'm not going to put a cute cherry on top that's just real like if you are not prioritizing Jesus in your life then you need to rework your priorities and God is so good and faithful. He will help you do that. So really, and this is something I'm just going to say, I walked out. I remember I was having such a busy time in my life and I was really like, how am I going to have more time for Jesus? And I was stressed out because I was like, I need this time with him. But at the same time, I kept pushing 
our time together, right? Like I would say, oh, I'll only spend 30 minutes with you. Oh, it's okay if I only spend an hour with you, like whatever. And God really spoke to me about that. And he was like, if I'm your priority, why am I the first thing to go when life gets stressful or when things get stressful or if someone invites you to a party or it's like, why would I give up my top priority just because of circumstances? That's, that's it. It's reprioritizing um, what's important to you. And we don't, the thing, of, and this is why we make priorities. We make priorities because we keep them first, no matter what circumstances or challenges life brings. That's why we have priorities because we have to constantly remind ourselves, okay, this is what's important to me. I'm not going to change these things in my life because I have five hours of extra homework every day. I'm not going to change these things in my life because it's someone's um, sweet 16. It's that it's not that we don't make time for those things. Trust me. I'm saying, I'm not saying don't do your homework or don't, you know, go to important events in people's lives. I'm saying, okay, this is my priority. So if I need to readjust some things in my schedule to make these things happen, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get up an hour early and spend time with the Lord because I know I have an event later. It's a really just about stewarding your time. And if you don't know how much time you actually have in a day, you really, again, I'm going to challenge you because I've been challenged with this so hard in this season. You guys have no idea. I've had to add 15 hours of homework time to my week. I have had to add three hours of mastermind calls and, <laughs> and then two hours additional to implement the things that we're learning in it. So I've had a lot of pressure on my time and a lot of anxiety and stress about that. So I've had to continuously prioritize the Lord, even though the situations changed. And this requires us to be flexible, right? So I'm going in on a whole thing about stewarding your time, but I'm just going to direct you to Chelsea Joe. I'm going to link her in the resources section of the podcast episode. She's an amazing Christian woman who loves the Lord and she just has this gifting about helping us steward our time for the kingdom and our relationship with the Lord. So I'm going to link her below. You guys need, 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 need her help. Trust me, I did. And she's really, really helped me in this season. So, okay, moving on to the next. And if you have kids, my goodness gracious, grace be upon you, mama. You are amazing. First of all, I don't know how you can do all the things that you do. I'm not a mother, but I am an aunt to two nieces who are four and five. And I have changed diapers. I have done bath times. I have made meals just so my sister could have a nap. So I've seen how much you mamas do. So we just want to hand clap to all the mamas listening right now. You guys are literally amazing. I totally understand that. Okay. How would I have time? You know, how do I get time? And a lot of what happens is your time gets, um, I, I don't want to say interrupted, but it's often you're not, it's so hard to get alone time as a mom. And so I totally get that. Um, and I just invite you to ask the Lord, how, where do you get your alone time? Maybe it's in the shower. I know, um, some women in the sister group, they find their alone time with the Lord in the shower. Take that long bath, take that 15 minute bath, 
But even inviting your kids into that moment, even when you're spending time with the Lord, balancing that baby on your lap, um, you know, just trying to connect as much as possible. God knows and so honors you and he gives you so much grace for the mamas and all of us, right? All of us. But I know that there's a special grace to be a mama. So I just want to invite you to, yeah, just invite your kids into those moments um, in that alone space. You know, it's okay if they're there, you can still have your connection time with the Lord. And again, do what works for you. If you need to join like a group Bible study and that's your connection with the Lord because you can get your husband to watch your kids for an hour, do it, do it, do it, do it. And the last thing I want to really ask you and really hit on here is something I felt like the Lord was speaking to me in worship about this podcast today is maybe you're experiencing resistance, experiencing resistance in spending time with him. There's this part in your heart that doesn't want to get close, that doesn't want to go there, that doesn't want to open up, that doesn't want to open your Bible, that doesn't want to pray. I want you to start asking yourself, what is that really about? Start asking yourself these important questions. And most importantly, just ask the Holy Spirit. Invite the Holy Spirit in, the counselor, the advocate, the teacher. He knows you so well. He knows you more than you know yourself. So start asking the Holy Spirit, why am I so resistant to spend time with God? Why is my heart so closed off to God? Why don't I want to spend time with you? And start to just examine your heart. We see David do this in the Psalms over and over and over. Search me, O God. You know, just ask the Lord to just search your heart and just reveal those things to you. And he will work with you on it. He has so much grace because the Lord wants to heal any of those areas. He wants to bring truth. He wants to bring light. He doesn't want to see you in that place of no connection with him. He longs to be with you. He longs to spend time with you. So it's so worth it to start growing in this area. If we're not challenging ourselves, we're not willing to challenge ourselves on why we're doing certain things or asking these important questions, we're not willing to grow in our relationship with the Lord. We may be saying that and thinking that, desiring that, but it's the action that shows our true desires. So if you need that desire back, if you want that desire to hunger for the things of the Lord or hunger for the time with him or need him even, I'm just going to pray for you right now. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for these amazing, amazing women listening. I thank you for this one listening right now who needs to hear this, Jesus who has felt such a resistance in the things of the Lord and spending time with you. I just feel like the Lord is just touching your heart right now. Just touching your heart right now. Just laying his hand on your heart. And yeah, just he, you are so precious to him. You're so, so precious. And he loves you so much. And he wants to pour his love on you. And he wants to spend time with you because you are his child. You are his beloved. You are the one that he laid his life down for. If it was just you, he would have done it. And he loves you so much. So I just pray, God, just a grace. A grace to be vulnerable with you. A grace to be open with you. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you just reveal whatever that resistance is about. You reveal whatever we're believing, God. Show us, examine our hearts, 
to desire for more of you. Just give us the desire to want more things of you, Lord. Yes, God. And we just pray for grace over every single person as they develop their morning routine, as they figure it out, God, as they connect with you, Lord. We just pray for grace and wisdom and understanding to manage their time, Lord, to manage and steward these this relationship with you, God. Yeah, we just pray and bless all the mamas, God, and just renew their strength, renew their minds, refresh them in the spirit so that they can do all the things that they need to do in their lives. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm just thinking of a quote um, I, I heard from a women's group at my church last night, and it was, what we're doing now is preparing us for eternity in heaven. So if we get to heaven and we never spend time with Jesus on earth, what is our relationship going to look like there, right? So we want to cultivate an amazing relationship with Jesus, an amazing growing relationship with Jesus here so we can have that and get to experience that in even greater depths there. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, I would love if you could leave us a five-star review and tell us what you love about this podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Any suggestions or topics that you'd like to see on this show, DM us at the Sisters of Christ on Instagram. This podcast is to help you grow spiritually with the Lord. So we are always open to hearing your ideas. All right. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.